Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> Cox ATA and Adventure Begins, Comics and More proudly bring to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. The Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, Nerd Thug, Wrestling! Dun, dun, dun. That's so awkward. And Ned's here with us. Yay. Hey, Ned's hanging hey, out. Ned. Where'd Ned come from? Uh, I was in town, so I decided to trump by. <laughs> sometimes when a man and a woman really when love each other. Loves a woman. Oh, yeah? Listen to us on Conroe's oh. FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check us out at NerdThugRadio.com. Interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd. Thug Radio. Welcome to Nerd Thug Wrestling. We've got special guests coming up in the next two segments. The master of crunk foo. It's Connor Crunk. I thought it was me. No, it's not you. He'll be here. But before we do that, what's up, boys? Let's talk a little wrestling. Hey, hey guys. Little, little let's, let's recap the week. We are like a week and a few days away from WrestleMania. That's a big one. Yeah, I um not interested. <laughs> like yeah. I have never been less interested in a majority of the WrestleMania matches really? as I am right now. Really? Yeah. Uh SmackDown this week screwed up everything. Wow, they threw a, a monkey wrench in something, didn't they? Both. I think in both the big matches. Nah, I like the big match. I like the Daniel Bryan Kobe Kingston. But there's still one week left. Like yeah. why make the match this week instead of next week? Uh just the pop, I guess. I don't know. Rest that way they're not like Fully destroyed four days before. So for those who are waiting for us to tell them, uh, essentially, Kofi lost the big gauntlet match the week before to Daniel Bryan, the surprise sixth combatant. Whatever it was. So the new day, today, Xavier, or Tuesday, Xavier Woods and, Co- and, uh, and Big E were given the opportunity to defeat a gauntlet of tag matches. So they, they came out to start the show. Yeah. And kind of played off the uh, Big E clip that we played on last, last week's week. episode. And, uh, and they, great, great work there, Nico. Oh, thank you. Um, and they did a little bit more of the so not saying but saying you people. And Vinny Mac says, okay, well then why don't you guys go through a tag team thing and see if you can earn him a spot. Right. Making it a team team effort. Right. Which was kind of a, I, I, listen, I think this is the, I think that's a great finale to the story, but I think it should have been next week because there's still one more SmackDown till WrestleMania. I guess this gives them a week to, you know, jaw back and forth or something. I don't know. Or set up some kind of like, I, they're going to stare at each other. Stare, set up some kind of like I three on three match. Like I swear to the Jesus, what's Vince McMahon is going to add like a whole nother thing. And so like, the whole last SmackDown is going to be like, oh, will will Kofi get to stay in his WrestleMania match Probably. against Daniel Bryan? So the, the, besides that, like I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I'm liked how that played out. I, I did. I just don't like that it was a week early. The women's thing, they just totally blew up. They just screwed up the whole women's so division. They okay. So for those of you who are didn't watch the show, or you know, or behind, you haven't watched on the Hulu yet. Um, it's pronounced Ulu. Um, anywho. Uh, so they had been. We talked about it last week. Remember, we that they were building up this whole Sonya Deville versus uh, Mandy Rose, but in a fatal four way, the winner gets Oscar at the right at the WrestleMania. Um, apparently, two hours before the show Tuesday, Vince says, "Nope, not doing that. Doing a whole new thing." And then they put Charlotte versus Oscar belt on the line. Charlotte wins. Now she's the SmackDown Women's Champion. She's going to be wearing the SmackDown Women's title into the WrestleMania main event. For the Raw women's title between Ronda Rousey, Becca Lynch, Charlotte Flair. So if Charlotte wins, she now has both belts. So I've heard two different stories. Either A, 
they are wanting all four of the wrestling horsewomen to be holding their belts up as the show goes off, presuming that Becky wins, she has a belt, Charlotte has a belt, the tag team girls have a belt. They go off of WrestleMania. Or they're doing this as an opportunity to unify the women's titles. They don't need to unify them. I think they should. Why? Um, I had a long, drawn-out conversation with uh, my friend Brock Baker today. Okay. Broccoli Baker, as I like to call him. Oh, uh, that seems like you don't have friends. Also, um, I'm going to be my on a friend sh- is broccoli. I'm going to be on a show again, so get ready for that, boys. I mean, I'm going to be on a show next week. Does Brock Ooh, know? Does Brock know I'm available for interviews? Yeah, I don't know. But okay. um, so me and him were kind of uh, you know, we we're, we're talking back and forth about this this thing, and so I want to share with you guys, you Nerd Thug Wrestling fans and and the DLG, kind of what we came up with. Uh, I've been telling you for a hot minute that um, oh, you know that you, the women should have their own show. Um, so we were kind of discussing that, like, well, it couldn't be a network show, like a, a cable show. It had to be a network show. But then it's like, well, you, if you do that, then that is the worst idea. Well, listen, you do that, you can't take the women off of the cable shows because then you're going to lose list viewers and all that kind of stuff. So then we were talking more through it together, and he's like, you know what? Like they should, you know, I think they should unify the, the title. Because um, really, there's maybe five to six women that like really are fun to watch. No, see, I disagree. I don't now. think they have a whole lot of talent. I completely disagree now because I thought Carmella was garbage. Carmella won the Money in the Bank. It added an element to her. I still right. wasn't excited when she won the title, though. Her title run was very good. And now they've just kind of now they've completely buried her again. Right. So what we were saying is like, look, the tag, the women's tag titles. I don't think have jumped off as much as they had anticipated them to. So you know what they should do? They should get. This is just our our thought process here. They should get rid of 205 Live, make it an all-woman show, have the women wrestlers on there, have the tag titles on there, do like a TV title on there, and then have the women, like the, the top like six to eight stars on your network shows chasing one women's like heavyweight title. No. And they can do the same thing as like NXT, and they can mm. go back and forth. Um, th- I think it's a pretty cool idea. But do they unify the titles, or do they just have an no. extra title? Then what's the point of giving her the title? I think the reason they gave her the title is because, first of all, I don't think she should be in the match. First of all, she has no. There's no reason for oh, her to be in the match. Oh, I, I believe it. Vince put her into the match because Ronda Rousey can't main event by herself. Sorry, but you've built up. This is your own monster. You made this. You made Ronda Rousey. Well, you they, made, they built up Braun Strowman, and then they realized that he really couldn't do it, so they diverted from that. Yeah, too. but the difference is Braun Strowman never had the belt. Like they put the belt on her. They made that decision that he shouldn't have it. But that's fine. Right decision, Vince. But, but that's fine. But once you've put the belt on her, uh, you don't need to add a third person to that match. Your champion is fighting someone. Right. Plus, Becky Lynch has built crazy heat. Crazy heat. Yeah, no, heat. true. I just, I, I don't see the point of putting Charlotte we, in this match, and do, I think this yeah. is their... We've discussed it. I just, I don't... I think this is their apology to Charlotte. I think they're like, listen, we kind of screwed this up, and we're booking you as the stepchild of this match. I just don't think that... I, we've talked about this a hundred times on this show. I think Becky's great. I think Charlotte's great. I think together they're great. I don't think by themselves, with as bad as Ronda really is, that they can put on a good match worthy of being the main event of WrestleMania. That might be the case, but I don't think Charlotte makes it a main event because it's just going to be Charlotte and Becky, and then Ronda's going to be in a couple spots. Yeah. I don't think that makes it a main event. Charlotte's going to be doing some crazy spots. That's you fine. See crazy spot she did to Oscar? Yeah, dude. She is a beast. Charlotte is Charlotte is a great athlete, but she's the greatest. This does screw up the entire women's division. It does. Like, because think about this: what they just did is 
First of all, there's now no. Uh, there's going to be some sort of weird tag Royal Rumble match of some kind now because Sasha Banks said anybody who wants a piece of us no, can get already, it. They've already got it. It's a four way match for the title. Oh, it's four. It's a four way now. It's uh, them two versus Nia Jackson, Tamina versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, and then the Iconics. The Iconics. So four way tag team match for the titles, and they just burn through like three months of story. Yeah, of course. I that's, mean, that's what, that's what they've done. Lead up to the show. Calculated. I'm this show is unexciting. Like, remember, we talked about this, what, three weeks ago? There, right. All of a sudden, so Rey Mysterio was like, oh, I'm fighting for the U.S. title at WrestleMania now. Right. When did that happen? What did he do? And why is Samoa Joe fighting Kurt Angle? It's Kurt Angle's farewell tour. Okay. I think, I think Kurt Angle was like, look, I want to fight a few guys I haven't fought before, you know, that I fought once before. As okay, I go but out. they brought Samoa Joe over from SmackDown to yeah. Raw so that Samoa Joe so and Kurt Angle fight. could have a... That's dumb. And then, uh, well, Kurt Angle's not that important to WWE. He was at one point. That's fine, but he hasn't but then been lately. Kurt Angle versus Corbin, Baron Corbin, care less. Right. Not even interested. I I, AJ, I, was, I love it. How much do I love AJ Styles? You are an AJ Styles. I care less that he's fighting Andy Orton. It doesn't mean anything to me. Right. Well, and also their build-up has been real bad. The build-up has been real bad. The house that I built. The house that I built. Who gives a crap? Well, and the build-up The Rock is, built this house. It's right. called SmackDown. Smackdown, right. The, the build-up has been really bad, but a lot of that is because they... I don't understand how they're balancing their TV time right now because the Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan stuff has been beautiful, but that's a whole hour of a two-hour show. Yeah, it's taking up the whole hour. Okay, so now everything has to be squeezed into the other hour, and they don't know how to do that, it feels like. Are the Usos even fighting anybody at WrestleMania? Mm, Yet? Nope. They're going to be on the pre-show at some point, probably. And the Usos forfeited their match against the New Day out of respect. You thought that was awesome? I thought it was was, bad. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was bad. No, I thought that was a really cool move by them. I thought it was bad. Because if you look the week before, they're in the back cheering them no, on. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you got to fight them. You know what? No, man, these dudes deserve it. Well, we forfeit. But they're the champs. Like, the champs. So? I don't know. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like that. Are the Raw titles even on the line? Not, not at this point I could think of. The Revival? The, no. And the Revival have no business being in WrestleMania, which means they have no business being the champs, first so of all. Is it going to be the pre-show? I mean, I could care less about another Shane McMahon WrestleMania match. But I don't care about it. And here's the Who other cares? Thing, here's the other thing I don't understand is why are they booking... Um, I still don't understand the Aleister Black Ricochet stuff. I still don't understand why they're booking them still, putting the NXT logo on them, having them wrestle on both shows. They're they're wrestling um, they're wrestling um for the titles, right? The, the the NXT titles the night before WrestleMania. See, and then on top of all of that, when you flip it, I like Apollo Crews is getting booked right now on Raw when you know there are guys in the back like I mean First of all, if if Braun Strowman is healthy, why isn't he in matches? He's doing some kind of like comedy routine right, right. now. Right. Yeah. And they're gonna throw know. a bunch of them in that stupid battle royal, which I think is a dumb thing. Colin Jost and Michael Che are taking two wrestler spots. Who like, cares I don't about an Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Well, you want a trophy? Like, I do like battle royals. Yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, I like battle royals too. It's called Royal Rumble. It happened three months ago. Yeah, but I do like Battle Royals. I'm ranting right now. You are. I do like Battle Royals. I liked it better whenever the Money in the Bank was at WrestleMania. That was exciting. Now it's its own pay-per-view. You don't see those Money in the Banks anywhere else. We don't need a Battle Royal anywhere but Royal Rumble. I think it'd be cooler if the the Money... Right, Nico. Exactly. I think it'd be cooler if the Money in the Bank... Great radio work. Yeah. I think it'd be cooler if the Money in the Bank could be won or lost in matches. Oh, yeah. Like a a title? Yeah. That would be kind of cool. I guess. Like, I'd be better than anything you, else going on. I challenge you to your title opportunity. Yeah, yeah be better you know. than... Remember Seth they, Rollins, Brock Lesnar? I don't care. But that's because Brock Lesnar doesn't... Like, it's it so blows my mind that they both... Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns? Why? Uh, no, I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. Roman Reigns' first match back? I've never I've never been a Roman Reigns fan. He's a great wrestler. I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. 
Let's jump out to a break. We come back. We'll talk for the crowd. Spiteful man. I'm spiteful right now. WWE. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the Nerdvana you deserve where the adventure begins. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And we have with us this segment, the hard-hitting, the high-flying, the master of crunk-foo, Connor Crunk. What's up, man? Uh, Not much. Just trying to survive. (laughs) Trying to survive. You may also know him. Are you still going Connor Holloman in in reality wrestling or... Um, right now, I'm not with Reality. Okay, so he's gone. So oh. you may have known him as Connor Holloman. Great in reality. Great wrestling. background research there, all in my yeah, head. That's why I double checked. <laughs> I didn't think he was, but if I didn't want to be like. If you want to walk this interview now, I totally get it. I don't want to totally be like. So you're not there anymore, right? Like, you know, let him tell it. That way, I don't get in trouble for spilling the beans. Maybe you could have asked Duh. him. Bef- we've, we've been sitting here for 20 minutes with the guy, and the first thing he says when he gets him on the mic is, "Do you have a job?" No, <laughs> I knew he had a job. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we don't do prep work here. No, we really <laughs> what are don't. What talking about? Uh, before we start talking about Connor and his journey into professional wrestling, Corey DLG, an adventure has begun. That's right. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, the adventure begins as the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! going on. And coming up next week... Um, actually, I haven't checked the calendar yet, so I'm not <laughs> sure what's coming up next week. What do your uh, prep? I know, way right? To, way to print out your ad sheet. But make sure to place uh, place. Make sure this place is your new store and open a pull box with the adventure begins. They are still right now, still offering the 10 percent discount, but it is only for a limited time. Limited. When you get it, you get it for life, though. That's the trick. You're gonna be saving 10 percent on your comic books forever. I guess I should do that. You, I don't see why you don't. We I, need to get on it. I mean, you haven't yet. No, I have not. Uh, but whatever you collect, you then get 10 percent off of it when you. Go by at least once a month to keep your box in good standing. So get on 1488 and enter the nerd, the nerdvana you deserve where the adventure begins. Did they tell you to say nerdvana? No, I, I made that word up and I'm trying you to get it it's in. It's a comic book shop. 
Is it? Yeah. You oh. shouldn't use it anymore. Oh, well. Way to do your homework. I made up a word, and I was real proud of it, and you took that away from me. You didn't make it up. Someone else made it up. I don't All know. right, I digress. I can't. I, um, I don't even know what to say to this. I quit. So we've got with us Texas's own indie pro wrestler, Connor Crunk. Is that accurate, Texas's own? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Baytown, Texas. Nice. Baytown, throwing down. Uh, um, that's why you're such a good wrestler. You have all that mutated Baytown strength. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's where the Crunk Foo comes the from. The Toxic Avengers. Um, so let's just let's start there, Connor. Uh, crunk Foo, that's kind of your, your new shtick. Uh, where did that come from? What What is Crunk Foo? Uh, well, I, I took uh, martial arts growing up. Oh, really? Corey's a, a junior Taekwondo black belt. That's right, eight years old. I was yeah. the greatest karate person I ever met, and and then I got fat. <laughs> well, I never made it quite to black belt. Oh, I, got, I was junior. I was I, a junior. I, junior. I got to brown belt, and uh, the instructor was like, "You got to really, really commit to this." And I was like, "But I want to play baseball." Oh. And he was like, "Nah, you shouldn't do that. You should commit to this." <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> this doesn't seem right for me." And yeah. then he was like, "And you also got to join this uh, thing called the black belt club." And that's like another hundred whatever dollars. Oh, yeah. You gotta join the Black Belt Club. It's one hundred fifty dollars extra. Yeah, we meet every Thursday night. Bring that's a side th- dish. <laughs> that's how they get you. And at like twelve years old, I was like, nah, I'm good. I think I'm done <laughs> yeah. here. Like, I think I'm gonna pass. I was uh, I was eight, and they told us back then this was a different Taekwondo group in spring back in the day, and they said you have to be sixteen to be a black belt. So when you're eight, that's literally like a whole other life. I was like, well, I'm I don't need to. <laughs> What am I going to do? <laughs> you just <laughs> wish you were as great as Sadie Savage, Corey. Um, what she's, is she now? Like she's going to be a second-degree black belt, and she's 10. W- well, when you get those extra two years, there's no <laughs> telling what could have happened. <laughs> so you, you derived it from your, your background, uh, martial arts, uh, with a little bit of funk, I would say. Is that where the crunk comes from? Well, the crunk actually comes from Twitter. Ooh, the uh, Twitter. You know how, like, for a while, like, or I guess it still kind of happens, is, like, people will, like, Oh, you know, like they'll change their name of like a famous person, but yeah. then it's like Trill this or you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- yeah. I want to say because I g- I got it from somebody was you know at the time before he w- uh, got exposed he was Trill Cosby. Trill you know, Cosby. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, so yeah. I did. So you modeled your whole life relationships and all based on the <laughs> Trill Cosby. Is that what? No, we're it was no? just <laughs> so now he's <laughs> so then you were Crook Cosby. <laughs> no, it's more so like people you know do that to their names on right, Twitter. Right, right. Yeah. And I love Terry Funk, and so I decided to change my Twitter to Terry Crunk. I do like that. Oh, that's neat. I do like I that. do like me some Terry Funk. And uh, I know Rex Andrews was a very big fan of that. And I actually, at one of the shows, uh, Hurricane Pro, was my very first ever indie show uh, not related to reality wrestling that I went to. And uh, there, uh, Ryan Davidson, uh, Steve DeMarco, and Rex were all like, you have to be Terry Crunk. Tonight, because it was just battle royal, and it didn't really mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't really <laughs> That's doing awesome. much. So your first of official non-reality wrestling, you were Terry Crunk. Yes, the That's very so first. Cool. Yeah, That's so good. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I came out of the car. I was number two. They were like, "Oh, we don't have music for you," because it was literally like they tell you always bring your gear because you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just went just you know because it was like, "Hey, I want to experience something different from this." Right, right. You, you show up with your boys that are going to be in the thing, and then they're like. Oh, hey, you can wrestle? Come on, man. I need a number two. Here's 20 bucks. Literally one person didn't show up, and I got their spot. Nice. Nice. It's true. Always be prepared. And Here's 20 bucks. Now go get the ring. You're going to get thrown out in 30 seconds. (laughs) Cool. I I actually stayed in there for like a very long time because the person that skipped the show was like 
they were actually going to do something with him. <laughs> and so, like, and it was, like, a pretty organized, like, battle royal. And so I had to stay in there for a good, like, 20 minutes almost. Instead of moving one of their other people into that spot, no. they just were like, you can have a spot. Wholesale. You, you'll under, you, got, you, got you almost it. got Kofi Kingston there. Yeah. Uh, like, but Then you had to come back and defend their title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but going back to the Terry Crunk thing, I, uh, they're like, I, have to, I come out to Diesel's theme. Because they're like, we don't have music. And I was like, good, because I don't know what my music would be. You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I come out to Diesel's song. As soon as I come out of the curtain... This fan, because it's quiet, because they don't know who I am. I, right, right. I think I've only had one match, and it was a just complete squash to Big Sean Stud. Okay. It was maybe uh. a minute long. Uh, <laughs> Doubt it. 30, yeah, probably. 37 Probably seconds. 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> so they have no idea who I am. They just hear Terry Crunk, literally dead quiet. I just hear one fan. That's the worst name I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and I then think I, it's awesome. And then I proceeded to get body slammed on a hard floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst name ever. That's what I love about indie shows. Like, you never know what is going to come out of somebody's mouth. No. Like, I'm sure that stuff comes out people's mouth in the big events. But there's 40,000 people there. Yeah, there's so 80,000 no yeah. people and no one cares. But, like, you're in it. Like, the one, one time, and we'll get back to, to you. When we were at um, we were at the match, and it was uh, Rex Andrews, and he was, oh, was doing cutting that promo on Cameron Cole. Yeah. And um, Cameron said something, and I yelled. Not me. It was like some of the guy behind. Yeah, me you heard out. what he did there. He exposed himself. So, yeah, no, it was, it was some, some guy yelled it, and then we started yelling yeah, it, did. and like the whole thing broke down. Like it wasn't supposed to go that way. He uh, said something along the lines of like he's an idiot, or, or Rex was like, yeah. "You're an idiot." Yeah, and but like Rex kept going, and all of a sudden the chant that comes out of the crowd is "You're an idiot." <laughs> Just over and over. <laughs> like it wasn't supposed to go that way, and like that's what they had to focus on. Um, so let's get back to this real quick. So this is this is interesting that you brought it up. Um, Royal Rumbles in general, right? Like, there's 30 guys in them. Like, how, like, in the, on the indie scene, like, how do they plan who's going to go in there? What's going to happen? Like, they just say, hey, look, you're going number two. You know, last this long until this spot happens. And then you just kind of make up everything else in, in between, or? Eh, uh, usually, they're all different. It's right, right. It's hard to, like, say, because, like, that one was kind of organized and had, like, structure to it. And then some are just like, go out there and. This guy's supposed to, you know. Yeah. Like, this guy's going to eliminate you. I don't care what else you do. And just don't like, eliminate anybody else. Sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's just like, this person's supposed to win. So just go out there. Don't go out right away, pretty much. Like, because a lot of people are just like, ah, whatever. You know, yeah, like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to get out. Yeah. Go yeah, back exa- to the locker room. Catch exactly my money. Exactly what I would do. Go in. Catch my money. I'm going to go in. I'm going to take a really big spot for somebody. And then I'm going to get thrown over. And then I'm going to just leave. That, that would be my uh, less than a minute. That's what I would do. So, Krunk Fu comes from Terry Funk. So, is he was he your favorite wrestler as a kid or just someone you picked up as you got older? Someone I picked up as I got okay. older. Okay, so you're pretty young to, like, know Terry Funk. Yeah. Funk. Looking at you right now, I don't even solid know. 16, right? Uh, no. That's the Baytown Chemicals name. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. I'm actually 27. See? Really? He's older yes. than Nico. That, well, everyone's older than Nico. Nico Ooh. is seven years old, but we grew him in a, in a really nice garden. He's very furry. Um... Yeah, I. That's wow. Twenty seven. Terry Terry Crunk. I wouldn't think that. Man, and so I guess from Terry Crunk we just we evolved to Connor Crunk. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of took it off. Like I, I like the name. It, it's Thanks. it's cool. So okay, so when did you step away from reality of wrestling? Uh, probably a month after my last match with Brendan Steen. Okay. So, so time like six months, four months. Maybe only like 
two and a half months ago. Okay. Two and a half months, and so now, and I mean, how are bookings going? Where are you at now? Actually, pretty good. Uh, they're starting to fill up, you know, pretty quickly, and I'm pretty excited about it. So, are you doing like just every weekend, every other weekend? What are you trying to get done? I'm here? trying to do at least two every weekend, and I'm not at that level quite yet, but it's starting to really pick up. Where are you I'm trying to just stay local then? Uh, no, I'm trying to go anywhere and everywhere, that, you know, any place that will have me. <laughs> 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 Whoever will take me, I will go. What's the What's the furthest you've gone so far? The furthest I've gone is Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay, I've been there. It sucks. Move on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so, But I, I, I didn't get a chance, an opportunity to, to uh, wrestle, but that's the furthest I've gone because of wrestling. I went with uh, Will Alday and Brock Baker. Okay. They did the Scenic City Invitational, uh, one of the days of the Scenic City Invitational, and I got a chance to go up there and network, and I, sh- I believe I'm returning to Chattanooga, Tennessee, June 29th for TWE. Oh, nice! Because of that, because of that, I got to network and nice. you know, meet a few people, and so you heard it here, TWE, get ready, June 29th, Kung Fu's coming. That's all I got. I was, but that Kung was for you. Uh, okay, so that's exciting. What, uh, where's somewhere you want to book? As we get out of here, somewhere like, not like cr- uh, go as crazy as you want. Hmm. Like some place that I want to go. Don't yeah, dream know. dream place. I guess PWG would probably be for America. Okay, that's uh, a good one. Uh, I guess that's a good one. What about Japan? Uh, like, if I was a wrestler, I'd want to go to Japan. I don't no, think I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Oh, ooh, I don't uh, know. All Japan. If I was going to go to the See? to Japan, he's, he knows what because they're saying. on the rise right now. Uh, a lot of people like. I would highly recommend checking out their stuff. All Japan wrestling. Yes. Not New Japan. All Japan wrestling. <laughs> All right, let's jump out. Let's take a break. When we come back. Uh, we're going to get Connor in here for one more segment. We're going to talk about his beginnings in wrestling. Stay right there. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, There's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the nerd vana you deserve where The Adventure Begins. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Whoa! 
Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget to interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio and NerdThugRadio.com. And, and then just come by my house. Just bring some beers and just hang out. Just you don't even drink beer anymore. I don't. I really don't. You I have whiskey. Bring some whiskey. Yep, that's a good one to go. Or some beerinos. Some beerinos. That's not a thing. Uh, like I feel like people will start drinking them now. They though. might. Nirvana. We've got <laughs> with us uh, indie pro wrestler Connor Crunk uh, hanging out with us today. We learned a little bit about where Crunk Fu came from. He is the master of Crunk Fu. Yes. Uh, Connor, real quick, where can they find you on social media? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Connor Crunk, C-O-N-N-O-R-C-R-U-N-K. And it's the same thing for Instagram as well. Same thing for the IG. I got do that again. I got like hypnotized by that. Did you? Yeah. C O N N O R C R U N K. You you don't feel it like it's no. like oh it's like a snake. Really. You drank too much today. Uh, all right, Connor. Let's let's get to the the origins of the Connor Crunk. Um, when did you decide? Hey, professional wrestling is something I want to do. Um, and what kind of led you to take this journey? Uh, well, it's something I've always wanted to do ever since I was. Probably 11 years old. Okay, very cool. Because I, I, I'm kind of like a late fan. I, was no, I, wasn't, I didn't get into wrestling when I was like five or six or whatever, how most people do. I got into it when I was about 11, 12 years old. That's okay. So Nico just got into it last year. He, he didn't know wrestling was even a thing. Mm-mm. He never had even heard of it. Mm-mm. I'm lying. I mean, I was familiar with, like, I knew The Undertaker. I knew Shawn Michaels. I knew Stone Cold, The Rock. I knew gotcha. those guys. But, like, I was just, it just wasn't my thing. And then. So who got, who, who was it that got you into watching it then? Uh, I, uh. My best friend at the time, he had WrestleMania 19 for the GameCube. Oh, nice. The GameCube. Wow. Game, chips, and, chips and bread. <laughs> chips and disc. Pretty sure those discs are just chips. I, I just I don't know if anyone else has Game noticed. They're Cube. delicious, though. So you got into wrestling from the, the video, video game games? side of it. Yes. Oh, you, that's you know, they're actually saying that happens a lot now with a lot of things. Madden. That's why there's so many young people trying to be coaches now in, in, in the NFL and in the colleges. Because they actually, their first experience now is six or seven sitting around the house playing Madden and coming in. So it's kind of interesting you say that. I haven't met someone yet doing that, but I've heard about it. So that's kind of cool. So you got into it. You're playing the video game. Like who was who, your favorite yeah, person? Who was your go-to guy? Yeah. Uh, at, uh, for WrestleMania 19, it was Triple H. Just because I had long hair and my friends were all, he was always like, you look like Triple H. Even though I was like, I don't, all right, I, I guess. don't see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a blue. Look blue. at all his muscles, man. And then at, yeah, the, yeah. at that time, he was like the top yeah. guy. Because uh, when has he not been since like '96? When he was walking around as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah, he had the cool jacket though. That was pretty neat. That was a good jacket. So who are your who are some of your other favorites uh, as a young teen when you were watching the, the wrestling? Yeah, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. A uh, lot of Eddie Guerrero. Randy Orton. Yeah. It's funny, I didn't realize how many people were, like, the wrestler people are way into Eddie Guerrero, and I never realized that. Like, on TV, he had pops and moments, but he wasn't, like, consistently, like, a, a big television star. So it's interesting to hear how many wrestling people right. are like, Eddie Guerrero was the man. It's well, Eddie, Eddie G. When I, like, started actually watching the product, he was the WWE champion. That's fair. So the very first show that I had ever watched was WrestleMania 20. Oh, ah, okay. Yes. Okay, very cool. So Eddie Guerrero and Triple H on the GameCube get Connor Crunk into wrestling. Um, where'd you get started? What was it that was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go, I'm going to find a school, I'm going to get into it. Like, how did, how did that all happen for Connor Crunk? Well, I'd always known Booker had a school uh, nearby. He was in Bates or Pearland, I think, for a while, right? Actually, you know, it was 
Pasadena was Pas- get down that's Reno. when I signed up. It was in Pasadena. Okay. Uh, but then I think he was in Houston off Converse. He's been he's been he's been around. Yeah, he's been around with that school. Well, I feel like now like he owns that whole mall at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I feel like, I don't, am I not? But I feel like he does. So I might you so you said all right. I know Booker T has a place. I've watched him on TV. So you call up and Booker T and Real Out of Wrestling is where you started. Yes, that's where that's where you get started. Uh, getting your chops, and grinding your teeth a little bit. And he kind of does the like the old school wrestling, like the dojo boys, like they do in Japan, kind of right where you're like you're you're kind of helping for a long time before you get. Like oh, yeah. access to everything, right? Yeah, um, I mean, everybody, you're always paying your dues there, no matter what. You're always helping clean. It's 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 your house, you know. You have you know take care of the you know. You don't want somebody coming in and just you dirtying know, it up, dirtying it up. I you, mean, you know, I do. But so every day we you know we clean that building because it's our place to train. We want it to be respected. You know, people come in. You never know who could come in. You know, somebody from. A big company could come in, and, and it looks like garbage. And if it looks like garbage, yeah. then they're like, "What are these guys?" You know, no, you're right. It's in. just I, it's something I noticed, and it's something all the wrestlers have talked about. When we went, and we were gonna do, we were gonna meet up with Booker T for something one time. True. Uh, but while we were there and kind of waiting for everything to happen, the you guys kind of come through and y'all clean everything, and then y'all do the workouts and everything. And I was kind of thinking to myself, like, yeah, that's probably like you were like, well, free labor. Yeah, I was like, the system is pretty smart here. But I mean, that's probably the way it makes you feel kind of involved in the whole thing from top to bottom yeah you feel you know you you feel proud of you know like it's, right it's your again because it's your hard work that yeah. keeps it looking nice and in that way you you have like a pride in it, it I, I mean it's an interesting it, way it represents you it represents that you know all the reality wrestling booker you know everything you know i like that i like that That's so cool how, how that. long did you you train before you actually got to get in the ring uh at reality of wrestling well i did uh 14 days of conditioning 14 days of conditioning. That's more than I've done in my whole life. I'm <laughs> yeah. 35 Combined. years old. Combined. I won't, I won't do Combined. my 14th day for another two years. So 14 full days of conditioning, and he was like, all right, come on, come in. Yeah, the, every, it's like a requirement for everybody. Because it's basically, it's, it's how you weed out people. Okay. And it's like, if they can't get through that, then, you know. So, like, if I showed up to be a wrestler by day three, they're like, go home. <laughs> but no, like, that, it's two hours home. in. <laughs> it won't, it's not like that. But <laughs> a lot of, you know, you go at your own pace. But some people just can't. You know, can't handle the can't handle the, that. Alone. Can't handle the swings. What day do they hit you with the chairs? Is that day no, three, day four? I haven't been hit with a chair yet. What? Never? No. Maybe soon though. I may be getting hit with a chair. I'm starting to add it to my repertoire. Yeah, I'm working guys, it in. Hey, look. hey, what spots do you take? I take a chair. I take a chair. <laughs> uh, is that like? Is that how that goes? <laughs> I, it just depends. I've never been put into a match that has. You know, Could you imagine Mick involved? Foley walking in? So, Mick, uh, what yeah. moves do you do? Well, I take a chair. I'll take thumbtacks. Do you have a table? Uh, I, got ba- uh, I can go a, through it. I'll, take a ba- <laughs> I'll go through a table. Yeah. Fall off a cage? Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Do you have something high up in the air? And then I'm going to stick my fingers down your throat. Cool. Right. Is it? Cool. I do this. It's nah. like a... It's like a nah. rah, 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 rah. So, what were the nerves like? First time you're you're getting out there. You I think get- we were at his first match. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. I think so. Now that we're all talking here. I think that's pretty accurate. You... Or your first win, maybe. Yes. First win. Okay. With the standing moonsault. Tenth match, first win. Tenth match, first win. Yeah. We're your lucky charm. That's better than Kurt Hawkins. So where are we going next time? Yeah. (laughs) So what were the nerves like first time? Like, so did Booker come to you like, hey, you're going to get in the tapings this week? Or was it like you were just there, you know, being there? He's like, oh, I need you to to get in this one. What was was that first match like? The first match or the first win? The first match. I don't don't care about the win. Oh, that, I got messaged... Uh, maybe a month prior to be like, hey, get something. 
Get some gear. Get some gear. You're going we're, in. Because we're going to use you next month. You're like, oh, okay. And then I was like, okay, cool. And Did you like, geek out? Like, were you? Oh, yeah, I was excited. I was. That, that's pretty cool. I would have spent, like, I would have already had, I would have my gear day one, though, because, like, I would always be drawing my wrestling costume. I already got like. my gear. It's like a crossover of Kevin Owens. Yeah. yeah exactly what I would yeah. look like. Just some CC's pizza smeared all yeah, over you. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know, so it, it is good to be prepared. Yeah. That's awesome. So, what was it like then? So, you wrestled with uh, reality, wrestling, reality Wrestling for a while. Um, before you officially left, you started taking some bookings outside. Um, what was it like going to like your first non Booker T wrestling match? Was it something where you just showed up or like tagged along with buddies or like someone actually, Hey, come, come up here and wrestle for us. I, uh, I tagged along with buddies. That's what the Ryan Davidson. That was that Red, one there. Yeah, that was that one. So you were just there hanging out like, Oh, Hey, come on, jump in. You're like, wow. First experience. That's, that's pretty neat. So how much of like a, it kind of sounds a little bit, you've mentioned him a couple of times. How much of like a big brother role do people like Ryan Davidson and Rex Andrews take? Oh, they, you know. They they really Ryan is pretty much my wrestling big brother so so like I it sounds like he kind of takes a lot of people around and shows them is yeah. that that's nice man that's good old Ryan Davidson I only just say terrible things about that motor oil drinking <laughs> son of a gun <laughs> um, you guys had a pretty nice little like run going there a tag team and then a split and a wrestle and he slapped the crap out of you yeah that was pretty neat yeah you remember that you remember that time neat, but you remember yeah. that that was cool remember that <laughs> you remember the time you lost that match is that what we're doing Chris Farley is that what we're doing now? um okay so stuff like that like those spots that you just have to take how much prep work goes into something like that for those who don't know uh, like how far in advance was someone like eh, Ryan's gonna slap you like Maybe <laughs> in the <laughs> ring. Hey, I'm gonna slap. Yeah, you. like I mean, is it like walking out there and it's like, hey, when this gets hot, I'm hitting you, and you're like, what? And the music goes, and like, no time to. <laughs> oh no! I'm no, gonna I, slap the crap out of you. All right, yeah. let's go. Now I knew I had, I knew it was coming. So was, ah. see, I would much rather know it's not coming because when you know it's coming, you're like, yeah, expecting I want it. Yes, I do want to go through my life not knowing when no. I'm gonna get hit. Yeah, that is true, <laughs> but that's their job. Wham. How hard is it not to flinch? Like when you know something. That's like what I'm saying. Coming. Like if you don't know it's coming. No flinch. I don't. I didn't have a problem with. That. I don't know. I couldn't tell you how hard it's not to. I just had to good. suck it up. <laughs> so kind of like, I'm I, paying my dues, Corey. Kind of like I don't flinch. I don't flinch. All right, so we're, we got about a minute here. What's uh, what's the future look like? You said you're trying to book two matches every weekend. Um, where can bookers bookers you want them to look up you on uh, the social media? Is that where they're they're going yes, to? Twitter and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. Um, what's the I'm going to throw you on the spot right here in the middle of that. Five-year plan. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, five years? Hopefully in Japan. That's my main goal. To Japan. Something in Japan. I mean, the, the food's good. I mean, I get it. The wrestlers are good. The women are good. <laughs> Whoa. Japan's a great Whoa. place to be. Whoa, Bill. Sushi burritos. Uh, sushi burritos. <laughs> the mushi. <laughs> Try the mushi. Five um, years in Japan. Cool. I like it. I like it. Do you uh, – what's your, like – what's – What's the thing? Is there something you're scared of doing in the ring? I mean, I know a tough guy says no, but realistically, there's got to be some. I mean, even McFoley, you know, I watched his special and he was like, yeah, I, I told him I'd go off the ring, but I didn't really want to go off the ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, jumping off of a cage or ladder or something, that, that kind of freaks yeah. me out a little. The idea of doing it, I'm sure it, at some point I will, but the idea of it does kind of. I think the me. ladder would be. We're going to get out of here in about 30 seconds. I think the ladder would be probably something scary because like, oh, they're yeah. not they're not super stable plus i mean the idea is to not fall when you're on a ladder yeah like every like, element of being on a ladder you, is like stay here you weren't there but we'll <laughs> throw a read out of wrestling since you know we're, we're here i was at the match where it was gino versus uh aiden cristiano and they were oh, doing yeah, like the yeah. latin death match and gino goes to jump off a ladder and like moonsault or something and it like slips and he 
totally wipes out and like destroys his entire body. I'm like, oh, that's gotta suck. It's a painful moment. That's gotta suck. All right, hey, Connor, we want to say thanks for hanging out with us Thank here you. on Nerd Thug Wrestling. Guys, don't forget you can check him out one more time. It's at Twitter and Instagram. Spell it out so Corey can go into a trance. C O N N O R C R U N K. Nerd Thug Wrestling. Go nowhere. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the Nerdvana you deserve where The Adventure Begins. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. So I'm quick. the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. It's, it's me, Ned. Ned's back. Hey, Ned. Hey, Crunk is out. Ned is in. I feel like we lost on that trade. Um, Did we? I don't know. I, think I don't know. Got, I'm younger. You are younger. <laughs> and I think he's got better hair. I don't know, man. Crunk's Nico, hair I'm okay. going with you, bro. Thanks, dude. I'm going with you. I, <sighs> it's really greasy right now. Crunk yeah, Foo versus that. Nico <laughs> Foo. Oh. Nico could eat anything. Nico could eat anything, but I think Crunk could body slam anything. Oh, He's kind of a solid-looking cat. Yeah, I bet I he could know. lift a lot more than Maybe. you think. Well, we'll see. Plus the toxic fumes. I don't know. Right. <laughs> hey, see, hey, Nico, since you're here, you want to tell everybody about our friends over at Cox ATA? Oh, yeah. They got two convenient locations. You hear about that? <laughs> and the fact that they, they teach Taekwondo and other uh, life skills. Uh, they got self-defense things. They got Tai Chi. It's a great place. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a great place. You know, if you want to get uh, kick started on your training, you uh, mentioned Nerd Thug Radio, you get two whole free weeks of training. What? Two free weeks. So, uh, yeah, they, they teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave a legacy. Uh, next week. Ooh. Next week. Next Saturday. Next April Saturday. Six. Uh, Nerd Thug Sports featuring the Captain Joey Savage will be at the Lone Star Championship Ooh. at the uh, convention center there in Conroe. Ooh, uh, for fancy. their big last big A tournament of the season, we're gonna be there front row, doing some some interviews, recording the sports show. Yeah, we're pretty excited. I'm stoked. It's been a hot minute since we've been like alive on, on location. Site. Yeah, uh, was that was RNA Sports the last one? I think yes. so. But my house arrest is almost up. It is. So it'll be up on April the fifth. So it's good news. It's good news all around. 
Here we go. What if I was under house arrest? Like, this would be that the would only make, job I could have. That would make more sense of why you stay home all the time. It's You're so self-imposed. Just so, just arrest. being a weird hermit. <laughs> yeah. So as we were talking with... Weird uh, hermit? House arrest. <laughs> why as, did everyone we, agree to that? Yeah, as we were talking <laughs> with uh, Krunk Fu, um, he brought up some stuff. I was like, you know what, man? Let's just talk about, like, our origins of wrestling. You know, he was talking about how he got into wrestling and, like, just wrestling video games. Those are okay. a big part of, like... That's where wrestling. I. That's when I first learned about wrestling. Was through video games. Yeah, video games. Were you with me? No, ah, I was. I was. I was younger. Um, uh, in our neighborhood, one of the kids had a PS2 and he had SmackDown in like 2006. Oh, that was a good one. That was. Oh, a, that was a that good was one. A good one. Uh, man, I got into uh, my favorite wrestling games because they had some for like Nintendo and Super Nintendo, but like mm-hmm, they weren't. Mm-hmm. They weren't very good. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Uh, but then when the Nintendo 64 came out, oh boy! And it started with uh, oh. The first Boy. one, WCW versus the World. Yes, remember that one? I do. Uh, that was neat. And then they came out with WCW versus NWO, and like my whole life changed. D- d- yes, <laughs> like it no, literally, I agree. literally changed. Like you could create you. Uh, so that one, you couldn't per se create a wrestler whole, right? But you could change the attire. Like so they had four four uh, attire slots, right? Right. So, uh-huh. so you could change each slot. You could change the way they, what they dressed and their name. Yeah. So you could almost create people. Yeah, it was like you could make like a clone of DDP. It wouldn't be not DDP. You could make him Van Hammer. Right. And then like do, take his shirt off. Right. Like do different his name. Put him in the NWO and, and be yeah. like, like. And then after that, it was. Uh, He's basically a new guy. <laughs> right. And it was THQ, the, the company who made it. That was so great. And then they s- they, they don't exist anymore. No, no they don't. They said, you know what, WCW, we're out. And they took over. They went over to WWE. But they took like the exact same game. It was with the same them. thing. It was the exact same. And it thing. was even better. It, well, oh man, No Mercy is probably the greatest wrestling game ever made. I um ever made. I gave many thousands of hours to WCW NWO, and I never even owned an N sixty four. However. Uh, on the street behind uh, my dad's house, um, when I would go visit every Saturday, I would go and hang out at Ryan's house. Ryan, and Ryan had the N sixty four. He was Todd. He, Ryan was the one who actually introduced me to pay per views. Also, oh really? Because we were sitting there, we would play the game, play the game, and then he would be like, "Hey, uh, next Saturday the WCW uh, pay per view is going to go on." We would only watch the WCW ones. That's all we, we we didn't watch the other ones. Oh no, WWE ones? No, 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 no. And so. Um, he was like, "Yeah, are you gonna, are you gonna, are you gonna want to watch it?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." I was like, "I don't, I don't know." Like, and I didn't really, I, I watched wrestling, but I didn't know what, like, I didn't understand. Like, they would always be like, "And then on Saturday at No Mercy or whatever," I would always be like, "I guess they were Sunday nights," but but I was always like, "I don't know, I don't understand what happens." They just come and tell me Shoot. on Mondays. Yeah. So he was like, "Yeah, you got to bring twenty five bucks." So like, I would bug Dad all weekend for twenty five bucks. Then I would go over and pay in because there were like five of us or four of us. And we would we would order a pizza and we would watch the pay per views. And you were like, oh my goodness! Yeah, it was so cool because you finally got to see like how everything ended because yeah. the storylines always ended on pay per views. Usually, yeah. So like, there was very rarely a conclusion to a story on WCW. I got into wrestling WCW on the nitros. I got into wrestling at a very young age. I was you like did. four or five, and I remember you know back then it was only there was no Raw yet. This is like eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, ninety one. Like, I would go to Blockbuster every weekend <laughs> yeah. and rent the VHS paper. Yeah. Um, so WCW <laughs> comes around and East in a W uh, comes around. They get, come on TV and Raw, so I'm watching it. But, like, when, when WCW versus NWO hit the scene, oh. I didn't have a Nintendo 64 either. I had, what was it out? The, place, the PS1? 
I had, I had a PS1 at the time. PS1 came out right around that. Yeah, those were kind of the competitors I to had each those. other. So, like, I had a friend, um, Kevin Tuttle. That was, like, my best friend back, th- back then. And he was, like, as much into wrestling as I was. And he had a Nintendo 64 and WCW and WO. But, like, me and him were, like, hardcore I mean, we were we were into like his parents would would get the pay per views, but like we started getting into like tape trading <laughs> with people. Like the internet was just happening, right? Right. So like we would like I'd go to his house, we'd get on the internet, we we tape trade together, like, and so we would get like all these ECW pay per views on VHS and like stuff from Japan. And we're, so we're watching all this stuff, and like I remember like I was like you you were in deep at uh, a very young age. Yeah, I'm, I mean this is like seventh grade Joey right now. Like <laughs> this is crazy, just getting nuts. I remember like Who two years just tape trading with kids. Everybody back they then. They didn't man. know. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't know. know. They didn't, they didn't know. know what's going on. Yeah. Um, AOL Instant Messenger <laughs> was like the way to tape trade. <laughs> and um, I remember d- very distinctly for like two years straight for spring break, we went to Galveston. I went with him and his, his parents because uh, he had an older like half brother, but like it was just basically just him. And uh, we we go to Galveston and rent a beach house and we have the Nintendo 64 with us. And so we're setting up in the beach house. We're beach all day, video gaming all night. <laughs> um, and then we would do like we, we would hook each other up and like, OK, well, if you're going to take the, the ECW VHSs, then I get the Nintendo 64 and, and the WCW. <laughs> so like it was his Nintendo 64. But when you're like. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade, like yeah, man, no, no, no well, you yeah. don't care about how much. Plus, if you're watching the movies, you can't play the game, right? And so yeah. we would switch back and forth. Oh man, and then I finally like got myself one, and it was funny. The other day, I was when we moved uh, not too long ago, uh, a couple years ago for Christmas, Ali Savage bought me a Nintendo sixty four. That's right, I remember this. She got and I, I couldn't find. I thought I had my old games, but I couldn't find them, and so she bought me uh, No Mercy to go with it. And so we were moving. I was going through a box, and I found this Ziploc bag. <laughs> it had like five copies of No Mercy. <laughs> Just because I randomly would pick it up, like here you and there. would see it somewhere. It's like, oh my Game Shark! You remember those things? Oh my goodness! Oh man, that game was so great, Nico. So Game Shark, you could cheat on your video games, right? Yeah, you had to like plug it into the, the yeah, game, so like the game, on top. You put the Game Shark like into, in the, the, console, into the console and, and then, then put the game on top. On top of you could go yeah. in, you could put like codes, binary codes, and like change things. You could, you could like Inferno matches, like you could do all kinds <laughs> of crazy stuff, like. There was, was so great too, like about I had a game shark, but it was for the DS and it was oh, that big small. <laughs> so like for, for Nintendo sixty for for No Mercy, there's like a way to get the game like on the computer. And like there are people who do all kinds of mods to that oh, game. Oh, at this now. point now, I can only so, imagine. Um we saw a guy at Comic Palooza who had put like all the video games on like these this like yeah, console of his uh, own making. But the controller he had set up wasn't the right one for N sixty four. So he had the WCW NWO, and I was like, what? And I went to start playing it, and like all I could do was move around. I couldn't do any of the <laughs> moves. So it was, it was a little bit Because you're like a whole like analog stick and like five buttons short. Right. <laughs> so let's, let's go back uh, a little bit. and just I don't think we've ever done this before. Um, growing up, like who were some of your favorite wrestlers as a kid? Because you, you, you got into wrestling. I remember I was always envious of you. I remember when we were like... Six or seven, maybe eight. Your grandpa took you and, and, That's your, right. and Derek to yeah. like a live event. Yeah, we did. We went and saw an actual like, and this is like the eighties of like. So this you're talking like about like eighty nine, Tatanka, and like. So who were some of your favorite guys growing up? Okay, so, so let's talk like pre Attitude Era, right? So when I was a kid, and it's coming on Saturday mornings, and I'm at I'm at I'm at yep. Nana's house, and this was like the only time Paul would watch TV in the big room. Because the rest of the time, he would give it to the ladies so they could watch TV. 
So he's watching he's watching wrestle in yeah. the morning. It's great stuff. Ah man. So like but this is like mid eighties WWE. So you're talking like I said, Tatanka, uh like pretty much every gimmick wrestler from oh, that era. So good, right? Like the voodoo doctor, the witch doctor, uh, uh Papa Pop, yeah, uh, Ultimate Warrior, um Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, I mean this was like that era Jake the Snake. Yeah. I used to be scared of Jake the Snake because I was very under the impression that a snake would just kill you. <laughs> like, I didn't know anything <laughs> yeah. about snakes when you I was a kid. Do. And Well, now I know snakes won't just kill me, but now I know they'll eat me alive, which yeah. somehow has made it worse. Um, Hulk Hogan was my guy, man. Hulk Hogan, but, like, I didn't... Uh, he doesn't do... He didn't do a lot of the Saturday morning stuff. I love... So, like... I, I was all into the VHSs. Right, but see, like, Macho Man did a lot of yeah. the Saturday morning stuff. And for a long time, Macho Man was it for me. Like, I loved yeah. the idea of the Macho Man... Because I didn't understand like heels and faces and all that. I didn't yep. understand he was even supposed to be the bad guy. Like, right. I loved just the the streamers and the color and how like aggressively he was excited about everything. <laughs> I remember it was Hulk Hogan was always my number one, and then I really liked um, the Junkyard Dog. Yeah, like he wasn't really in WWE that much. Junkyard Dog and Coco Beware for some reason, like Sergeant Slaughter because uh, he was a living GI Joe. I, that blew my mind. I liked um, I liked I liked Macho Man too. But uh, the, I love the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Always loved yeah. it. When we got to interview him, it was like... That was such so a weird... Like, I'm, I'm texting my mom like, Mom, I'm talking to Ted DiBiase right now. This is the greatest day ever. <laughs> uh, I had a little bit of a letdown moment when I when I called Dad and told him that. I said, hey, man, we talked to Ted DiBiase today. Uh, and he was like, who? And I was like, the Million Dollar Man. And he was like, Steve Austin? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was Dad. like, no, 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 Dad, the wrestler. And he goes, oh, the wrestler. Okay. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't those... know he would be there. Yeah, but yeah, are, for a minute he was like, "Who?" Those are my guys. I don't know. Yeah, but I, 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 don't remember, know. I remember liking all the gimmick guys. Yes, all the gimmick guys. Be- because you didn't understand like the, how like it's fake, but like you love it. But it, but at, like five and six, you don't think it's fake. It's so colorful. It's so and just real exciting. to you. Like, it was real to me. Yeah. All right, let's get to wrap it up for Nerd Thug Wrestling. You have to learn a little bit about us and our interest and our beginnings in the wrestling. Uh, don't forget you can check the podcast. It's going to drop today at six oh one p.m. For the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and Nid. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.